0: Welcome back to the Drop Paddle Podcast we a group of guys from Melbourne talking about nerdy stuff My name is Adam And welcome to the first episode of 2020
1: Ooh. Yeah, nice. Yeah. We are back for 2020
0: um, for. Um, did, everyone have a, did, it, did everyone have a good uh, Christmas? On my right is
2: yeah. Nick yeah. Uh, yeah, I had a great Christmas actually It was very chill uh, My parents were away So I kind of just sat at home alone And uh, yeah, didn't do much it's pretty quiet Pretty, oh, I don't know about you guys, pretty lazy friggin' holidays actually And hey, who are you again?
3: Oh, uh, I'm Tim That's it Good to meet you How
4: was your holiday? Uh, um, yeah, Jules is, me.
1: <laughs> Jules is me Jules is me
4: <laughs> Yeah, no, my holidays were fine um, Big family do as you do And uh, yeah, it was, it was good, good times Cool um, um,
0: 2020 guys, new decade, new year Yep, you may. Um, so I want to talk about I want to talk about the, uh, the the normalization of pop culture and culture within the last decade so think back 2010 you what has changed in the last 10 years in terms of pop culture um, my example is online dating right think back 10 years ago online dating wasn't a really big thing. We didn't have the Tinders, um mm-hmm. the grinders and the what are the, what, what are the other apps that no, exist? I don't use the Inch dating app. I've oh, heard. I
2: guess that one. It's door enthusiasts. What? Yeah, hardcore door enthusiasts. Okay, and two. there's Bumble and um, Coffee Meets Bagel. What? Uh, that's an app.
1: CMB?
3: I've already dropped off. I haven't I haven't even heard of all these ones. There's a yet. million like There's dating so apps out
0: there. <clears throat>
4: there. There are niches within the niches. Okay, so I've heard like um East Meets the East. You can actually <laughs> Fuck. What's that? You can actually You really have to ask? <laughs> yeah. What's east that? means east. So if you've got Asian heritage and you want to meet oh, someone else with Asian, oh, oh All racist. right, so but they're like, yeah. So this is what I'm, I was about to say is yeah, that okay. you, there's a dating app, and it's probably not even an app; it's an it's a website probably. But like, if you're a flat earther, you can meet other flat earthers. <laughs> oh, I heard that.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and
4: bond over your and love of your stupidity, but <laughs> <laughs> but but like, it's always necessary because there are so many different like opinions. Ideas Politics, and, and you know, know, ideologies. ideologies, and you want
0: to you want to meet people that,
4: that will suit you, yeah. and like that's just one less bridge to cross. Because if that's you meet, so, if you're a flat earther, if you got some, if you got some <laughs> fringe idea that's stuck in your head for whatever reason, and you want to meet, like, um, and you meet someone who doesn't agree with you, then it's just it's a waste of everyone's time, right? Like,
0: was time, waste of money, waste of effort. Yeah, that kind of stuff.
4: I actually. Um, I read something
3: somewhat recently about uh, that culture, like the whole normalisation of dating apps and all that stuff and the ease of access and convenience here with like finding like your ideal person, air quote. Yeah. How it's like kinda of, like negating like the whole like the work of like pro- that like you put into like a proper relationship, at least back then. Where it's like, you know, like you can have um things in common but you're also gonna like, you know, be like, have a bit of diversity, have some, like, you know, some kind of conflict yeah. there. I don't like, want to find someone you're too people, alike. People are less, yeah, people are less like, like relationships, for example, like, there's such, there's so much accessibility with that kind of thing nowadays that, like, mm. the original, how relationships used to be where people would, like, have to, like, work at it, put it, put in the effort and mm, stuff, true. like, is being less, um, it's less accommodating to that. And we're kind of like almost changing our worldview on relationships as a result. Yeah so that's, 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 that's,
0: that's an interesting thing Because I went to a wedding two weeks ago And the couple met on Coffee Meets Bagel And I went to an engagement party um,
2: Just before the year Question, did they say that in the wedding That they met on a dating app? Yes Really, it, they it was, brought it, it was up It part of the
4: wedding uh. <laughs> um, what,
0: what's, what is
2: Coffee is
4: there, Meets Bagel? Is Bagels there a gimmick one? behind that? Or, yeah did they um, get, well, Was they, it they a paid promotion? One of
0: their parties gimmicky They had coffees, okay. like, coffees and bagel is that, during, during, but like
4: for the actual dating app, Coffee Meets Bagel, it sounds like there's something specific yeah.
0: about it. Like, I think it's meant to be one of those apps that people want serious relationships out of. Okay. Because there's there's that like right. stigma behind Grindr and Tinder, Tinder where where it's you, casual, where you ups. just want to meet people and have sex. Hmm. Um. And another couple I met, they engaged now. They met through eHarmony. Right. Um and Someone told me a person who's a lot older than us said that, "Hey, these guys met online. One of them or both of them um, were probably desperate for a relationship." I'm like, "Yeah, like that that view." I used to. Be it's the stigma a, w- 10 without years it. ago. generation.
4: That's not the thing,
3: right? Yeah, like, I still I still remember those days when like. Online dating
2: was a seriously frowned upon thing. Yeah, probably like what? I mean,
4: like to be honest, I I don't have a
2: great history with it. Well, I that kind of came from yeah. just not trusting people on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> but right? now that's it's f- like well, what we'll grow up grow up with. Like, don't trust who you talk to online.
0: So yeah, think about the last ten years. That viewpoint of the internet has changed. Yeah, there's still there's still okay. scary people on the net. Um, the there's dark still trolls. Oh <laughs> well, <red> yeah. Red. <laughs>
4: catfishing is a thing that yeah. still happens it despite does. it being so obvious to anyone with half a brain <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> I, like there are still dangerous people on the internet like and and they're still predators you know looking yeah. out for children um it's it can still be like super dangerous yeah pretty dangerous and scary but like i feel like um yeah i mean like this idea of like maybe 10 years ago, we we would think of someone meeting someone online as being
0: a little bit unusual mm. or like weird. Even friends, not even just dating, just like having intimate yeah, friends. Yeah,
4: exactly. <laughs> or That's- like, yeah, and you, you, yeah, yeah, I had a friend who for years was like, he met someone who lived in America on a forum and they like basically exchanged emails for this entire time. They became very close friends and like, um, yeah and like that sort of thing is less and less unusual i think and it, even in an in an age of um you don't necessarily need to be yourself like on reddit or something or yeah. i guess 4chan even you can especially 4chan you can be quite anonymous but you can still develop a relationship with someone with a particular handle right like you can mm-hmm. you can sort of find out who they are and and about them If you, if you're interested in that sort of a you know relationship where
2: which is mainly based online and that's definitely a thing that happens mm. in a way it's almost like the most the most pure form of friendship because you just you're like if you're anonymous like on those anonymous boards mm. and you everything you say can't be traced back to you you're speaking like most truthfully about whatever your topic is and you're gonna find people who complement that your viewpoint right and so like, there's no, like, preconceived notion or, like, um, kind of, like, fluff around the, like, initiation of conversation yeah. getting straight to the point. So, you're going to find the people who, like, yeah, uh, who, agree who with you, you most. Yeah, match with your ideologies. Yeah, for sure. It's interesting. Hmm. I remember, like, reading this thing was... 20 years ago, our parents told us not to get into cars with strangers yeah, or talk uh, to people online. Yeah. And now we order Ubers. like Ubers and <laughs> we can like and get order into cars car from strangers <laughs> with our phones. Do you guys
0: remember um, your parents telling you to not look at the TV too close? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you you right. we yeah. yeah. And we've got VR goggles now. Yeah. Yes. And
2: put the screens like two inches straight away from your eyeballs. Straight yeah.
0: into
4: your retina. <laughs> so and that, that
0: goes back. That's That's normal now. Yeah, that's part of our culture
4: i mean like it's it's for us as our generation the people who we are we're pretty closely intertwined with the technologies so what we consider normal may not be what everybody considers normal but it is it is getting there like it is definitely um like a smartphone is no longer a special device anymore really it's default it
0: is exactly. do you remember like back in the day where you know putting word and excel is a skill on your resume right that's mm-hmm. just you know everyone should probably know yeah. that better.
2: <laughs> yeah it's a good baseline to cover if you're just yeah. looking for i'm sure there are like a hardcore CV. excel users who do
4: like programming in excel who are oh, like there,
0: there are excel tournaments out there in the world yeah.
4: really yeah oh and those guys God. like they see people put excel in their resume and like fuck
0: no. <laughs> XL <laughs> champion, XL champion, 2019. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. Do
4: you know who you're talking to?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, what else has changed in the last 10 years, guys? Like, think back to, like I said, 10 year, old, 10 years ago. You. Yeah. Um, I'm almost met you like almost 10 years ago, right? Though, yeah. In, in that. Yeah. In that space. Um,
2: I reckon movies, like genres, for sure. I reckon the superhero genres kind of burnt out. 10 years ago it was like it was picking it was just up just starting really yeah
4: but okay so speaking of the the yeah. uh, pop culture perspective like the other thing that a shift in the culture changes is the references to these things become less like not like less unusual I guess so like um I, I remember reading an interview I forget who it was with it was with a comedian it might have been like Dave Chevelle or something and he was or, or Eddie Murphy, and they were like planning. Oh no, it might have been like Chris Rock. It was <laughs> one of those guys. They, they, were, um, <laughs> they were planning, they were in the writer's room for Saturday Night Live, and he was saying that there was a moment where someone dropped a glass and someone else yells out, taxi. He's like, no, 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 you've got to change that Because <laughs> now it's Uber Right And it's oh. like, that's not even a funny Like, <laughs> yeah. like it just is You know, it's, mm. it's not even a Not even a strange and unusual Does anyone here know how well the taxis are doing now? In comparison? every time I I've only
2: taken off. a taxi a couple of times is because I didn't have my phone on me. They're and still, every time I talk to a taxi airport. driver they just talk shit about Uber yeah, drivers. Is yeah. <laughs> what so they talk about?
1: Like, <laughs> the You're pushing TV. me
2: towards your competition, mate. I don't want to talk about <laughs> yeah. how shit Uber drivers are. You're actually Imagine making you went an argument to, for like
4: them. McDonald's and all they said was like fucking hungry jacks every yeah. day. Like, yeah. When was the last time you caught a cab? Oh, <laughs> I can't remember. I don't think I ever have. Actually I did once because I, only because I was in a sort of, I was in Perth Right. and I was in a pretty out of the weight location where for whatever reason, it was like a 40 minute wait for an Uber and there was a taxi right there. So I just jumped in. That's the last time that was a few years ago. And like, yeah, if, if it weren't that specific circumstance, I wouldn't have bothered.
2: Mm, probably like it cost you a four fortune. months for me. That's a lot. Mm. Four months. Yeah. I think I was interstate, but. Wow. Not again. <laughs> yeah. Never again. Within Melbourne
4: I probably would never if I had the option of an Uber. <laughs> I think it's more it cle-
2: it's cleaner as well because the Uber that you're interacting with uh, is a representation of the driver, whereas if you get in a taxi, it's just the taxi brand that you're, yeah. Yeah, it's you're talking to. It's company so, yeah. car. Yeah, it's not as yeah. like, like damaging to the individual taxi driver if you leave a bad review. Yeah. Like so, a taxi
3: driver, he's like, every night I wash the come off the of
4: seats. <laughs> oh, dude. The funny thing is, okay, yeah. so a few years before Uber came out, I remember a New Year's Eve party that I went to where everyone was struggling to get a taxi because everyone was trying to call in. I was like, I'm, there's probably a taxi app. I'm going to look it up. So I look in the app store, and sure enough, there was like a silver top taxi app that you could just put your booking in straight in through to dispatch without having to go through a phone line. Mm. And so like, if you were calling, you just get a busy signal or you'd be on hold for hours. But like the app just took you straight there and, and your taxi was on its way. And it was basically Uber before Uber. And I was really surprised that nobody else, like they never promoted this service. They didn't realize no, they, what they had. If they, if they had, Uber would not have yeah. been a thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, or at least they'd have a chance to actually like, they'd have a chance. Yeah. Like, they were in there before Uber
2: was
4: That's a fucked. dot on the radar. Yeah. yeah. So, that, like, like, they fucked up. It was a market. It was a market. Exactly. Oh.
2: Yeah. It's, yeah. Because Uber's crowdsourcing, like, people's cars. Yes. Rather than Yeah, it's a different one business model entirely. Yeah, yeah. But, it's like... Very clever. But, Cut out the middleman and everything. the killer
4: yeah. part of it is that, like, it's just easy to book an Uber, right?
2: Like, and it's easy to either. drive someone as well, to become yeah. an Uber, Uber driver as yeah. well. So, it works but, like
4: but when i think about an uber i think about getting me to somewhere that i need to go right For it's sure. not about like whose car it is like it's very rarely like i care about any of that stuff
0: as long as you get from point a to point b safely exactly
3: imagine, imagine calling up like an uber like an uber and like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like getting in it getting in it like getting a car sorted and then being such a car fanatic when they show up it's like some car like, right. brain, like
2: fucking haters Ooh, so- a tesla I was like, no, no, court. fuck
3: that. I'm not sitting putting one of those shit boxes. <laughs> oh,
2: if there was an Uber with a, with a Tesla Cybertruck, would you take oh, it? Oh, I'd give it, happy But it was like, a, it was like the, the sharing. Monero. You'd have to share it with like seven other people. Elon Tusk. Needs more polygons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we haven't had a podcast for a while. We've missed out on a lot of pop culture references. We've got to catch up. We're oh, yeah. catching
3: up, yeah. Logic yeah.
0: cars, was one of them, last 10 years. What's that? Electric, electric, cars. electric cars. They oh, were, cars Do you guys they
2: were... know When the first electric car Came out? I'm sure you're going to tell us Nick. I will <laughs> <laughs> 1890 Oh <technicality>. Tesla Yeah <laughs> It was like 200... <laughs> No actual Nicholas yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. Oh. No it was uh, I think it was Edison Or something else. Oh. Yeah but It was, that, electric... that shard it was like, of like 200 years ago That shard of Edison Trying to yeah. catch up yeah. to Da Vinci Yeah and but like wasn't Tesla there Like a
0: whole Conspiracy or some shit About the death Of the electric car Back in like the 90s 80s
2: Uh, yeah, it was kind of because it was the battery, uh, storage technology wasn't up to date as well as like a tank of fuel. It just didn't hold up for mass production. How long did it go for? Like, do you know? It kind of leveled out. It was quite similar to fuel and diesel cars until like, uh, like 1910s and then mass production lines kind Of kicked in right, and then everyone forgot about batteries because you couldn't hold be or charge as
4: they it became more popular, yeah. And then yeah. fuel
2: overtook the industry. Yeah. And it's only recently when battery storage came in, it was like more efficient, way more effective. Now, I've like seen many cars in our
0: streets in Melbourne, probably seen one. I don't even think I have. I've seen a few like I've battery one, stations,
4: yeah. yeah. You see the battery stations everywhere,
0: um, but I haven't seen that many Tesla <laughs> cars. It's funny cause,
4: like when I was in China middle of last year they also have battery stations um, but they have a lot more and they're actually in use like there are a lot of people mm. actually charging their cars up at battery stations so
0: so they have more Teslas or electric cars they're not Teslas
4: they're, they're like Chinese knuckles <laughs> made in China <laughs> larger cars yeah but I mean they're doing
2: yeah. it so It's happening uncle has a Tesla and he took me for a road trip in it Oh, up yeah. the street. How does it feel? Is it
0: quiet? Yeah, is it quiet?
2: It's very quiet. It's like you you get in, close the door, and then it just backs out. There's no startup or anything. Oh. It's like silence, what? and then you can just start reversing. Did you watch how he did it? Like, yeah, I was in the car with yeah, yeah, him. Like, it was with his mind <laughs> like Obviously, I closed <laughs> my eyes the entire time. <laughs> like, how was it different? <laughs> It's, it's an experience, mate. You got to go like into like a you showroom you just put
3: your foot right on the pedal, or
2: yeah, you can, it goes to like from zero to sixty in like four seconds or something. Ridiculous, yeah. but that's well, not even the top model. He got the baseline.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I will say that I do drive an electric vehicle on occasion. Hey, are you talking a
2: like- forklift or something? Kind of. It's, a, it's a Zamboni at the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Could <laughs> you imagine if Zamboni power. starts
0: like? What does that power off? Yeah. Batteries, huh? Ah. It's all
4: batteries. <laughs> our one is a big bank of batteries. Most of them are propane tanks. Okay. That's you can't cool. use like diesel or fuel because they're usually indoors. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> But yeah, like, uh, so the thing is, we've got old batteries. Apparently, the new ones don't have th- uh, this particular limitation. But with our batteries, if you plug it in to start charging it, you can't unplug it for at least an hour, otherwise, you'll wreck the battery. Oh, no. You'll ruin battery cells. So. Um, it becomes a bit of a juggling act of trying to figure out when you can actually do that and like yeah, and when the batteries get low you can feel it. the machine like oh, really? starts juggling along like a normal car. yeah, but but more but more. Yeah. like a normal car will burn fuel and like will still run as if it's burning fuel right down to the beyond yeah. the empty level. do you know what I mean? Yep. like with the battery operated one, like the Zamboni, if it gets down to 40 or thirty percent, you start to feel it.
2: Mm, yeah. Fascinating Yeah
4: but I don't think The Teslas have that problem Because they've got Better batteries probably
2: Yeah that's where It comes from though It's te- it's uh, mm. the batteries And I reckon That's what we've Come in a long way In the last decade
0: Do you think that it's In your lifetime tech. In our lifetime Electric cars will be The standard Yeah Everywhere I'd hope so Do you think you'll Own an electric car Before you die
4: Yeah yes. I mean
0: okay so That's a fair way away For us uh, to
4: I think Car ownership will become an interesting thing oh, yeah, in, yeah. That's another discussion. in a world where- There'll be hybrids. Potentially, probably. well, potentially, like- With automation. Self-driving that, yeah. automated vehicles become more popular. So mm. what's the point of owning a car? Like if you own an automatic vehicle, it's probably in your best interest to allow anyone for a small fee, like to use it as like an automatic Uber. Do you know what
2: I mean? Or because if you're your not driving
4: it, then it's just, it's just a True. drain on your resources. Like it's an automatic car. Anyone can like hop into it. So yeah. So the whole model of car ownership is going to change, I think. Um, but mm. that's assuming that
2: automatic cars take off. Well, look how much all. it's changed in the last like 15 years. <clears throat> Do you mean know automatic
4: it, or autonomous? Autonomous. Yeah. Self-driving vehicles, yeah. yeah. What's the difference?
0: Yeah. Oh, Synaptics. Synaptics. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, that's the last 10 years. You reckon that would be something in the next 10 years easily? Easily 10 years. Um,
1: 10, 20.
2: I reckon all of the cars that are used on planet exploration from now on, mm-hmm. from like Mars rovers and things, will all be electric. Yeah. So everything will be electric, obviously, because you can't mine fossil fuels. Right. So then it'll come from that and then I reckon once we start colonizing planets, so that's like hundreds of years away, then sure, I reckon that. it'll come back. Like, honestly,
0: I like driving.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy driving. Driving yeah. fuel the cars, cars or, the or driving, of, yeah, period.
0: Yeah. Well, just the experience of being
4: in control of the vehicle, yeah. right? It's not about, like, yeah, so exactly. just, like, to, like, eliminate the autonomous element. Yeah. So, would... Like, and, like, it's hard to say because none of us have actually driven a Tesla or a proper, like, electric vehicle. But, like, I feel like from my experience of driving a a battery-operated vehicle, like, it's more or less the same in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways to driving a normal car. So, um, you know, like, that feeling that you get of of freedom and the open road and all that stuff, you'll get it from driving a battery car as well. It's kind of... It's Less not, acceleration, to, though. Yeah. yeah. It's not it's like a remote to, control car. But they're like, um, but they're also like batteries tend to be like the, the battery engine tends to be more torquey, which means mm. like if you hit something, you go what? through it. Yeah. Like, I don't know the engineering behind it, but like they don't sort of wind up in the same way. And so, and like they, they prefer to be at a consistent speed rather than like oh, uh, okay. a, a um, fuel-powered engine has variable speed, you know.
2: Fascinating. love talking about cars. <laughs> yeah. That could be like an entire topic altogether. So, relationships, dating apps, cars. What else are we talking about?
3: Well, we haven't talked about quests or side missions in games. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so um, I had this thought recently while playing Resident Evil 2 even though it has absolutely no side missions whatsoever. Okay. But I was kind of, just, I don't know, this, this topic popped into my head. Like a side mission or like even like say a mission within like in a relatively linear game that doesn't quite have a whole lot of bearing on the main story that just completely like caught you off guard. Like whether you weren't expecting it to be like as good as you thought, or like the story engaged with you significantly more than like say even the main story. Yeah. Stuff like that.
1: so So
4: my angle on this is um i i'm not a huge fan of racing games in general but like i love racing mini games in like open world games like Mm -hmm. gta and stuff Uh, i like i like racing in contexts that you shouldn't be racing in i guess but like i just get obsessed with that and like there was one a few years ago i think it was from the it would have been the Xbox 360 era called Saboteur. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like you could actually set up the track <laughs> before you, right. you started the race. You can put like cars like um, in the way because in this game like there would always be it'd be like Need for Speed. There'd be cops and stuff that mm. that would come after you. Nazis in, in, in the forties. Um, yeah. yeah. So you're in France. You're part of the resistance. You're in Paris. And so... But, like, you could just set up some obstacles in the way and just start the race and that watch awesome. all the other cars <laughs> smash into them because you knew where they were. It was really funny. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I really... I don't know. Like, but, like, I got into, like, Forza a little bit, the most recent Forza Horizon, and it's just not the same. Like, I would prefer to race in a... In a You'd rather, in, like, have the chaos in there rather the chaos than strict And, yeah, like, yeah. tracks that, like... Um, making your own route through from A to B rather than having to follow a designated track all the way and all that stuff, like which you can do in Forza Horizon a little bit, but it's um it's just way more fun when there are pedestrians and stuff
0: <laughs> get caught in the crossfire. Crazy man. Yeah, because
4: I, I remember like that one
3: major race like towards the end of the game where like ends under the uh, uh what is it under the friggin what's that tower in Paris? Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower. Yeah, that one. <laughs> it's been a while and it's like literally just a strict race I remember yeah. like all that kind of like all yeah, those yeah I mean
4: there are things like that yeah in that game but yeah in GTA and stuff like it's definitely yeah, yeah. that like, like rather than
3: a set like racing game like where it's all cordoned off and, um, and everything you'd rather like just like yeah. literally like basically just a straight up illegal racing
4: game yeah. where like yeah complete pedestrian yeah. chaos
0: mm-hmm.
4: but yeah so it's that's that's my example of like a side activity that sometimes takes so over you really from,
0: liked Simpsons Hidden One then?
4: Oh, <laughs> I actually Re- haven't played it that much. Remaster this year, <laughs> really? I'm, I'm feeling it.
3: Hilarious! Everyone's saying it. Okay, that'd be fun. Fair. I get that. That was a good. Um,
4: one. Yeah, so that's my idea of like a, a side mission or a side task that that takes over from the main game. Sometimes for me, like,
2: yeah, I really liked in the Batman series, the Batman Arkham, yeah. Yeah, oh, especially yeah. Arkham Asylum. The there was no. It was no. the um, the uh, the. The guy who started the Arkham Asylum, like Ar- oh, the, the oh, guy, the yeah. Yeah, 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 and Arkham. his backstory and about and his yeah. like recordings and tapes about like his personal experiences that's with the with the inmates. Did you find all of them? Yeah, I got them yeah. all, and it was like, and you listen to them, and it explains like why he hated the prisoners so much, and he had like a like a, like intense hatred towards yeah. them, and I that's like probably why it explains. Still. Yeah, and it feels in like all the little cracks about why the like the asylum is set up to be such like a hellhole that it that it is. Same with um, same with Skyrim. And yeah. the, the like, the Elder Scrolls mm-hmm. series with the little books and tomes that you can find scattered yeah. around the world. Like i reading I'm them, honest,
4: I've never read a book inside Skyrim. Yeah, true. <laughs> I only read them because
2: if you read the right ones, you can get spells like up, like upgrades, upgrades like yeah. skill tree upgrades. Yeah, but, like, but there
4: are definitely people who are deep into that lore for sure. And like I, I love, really, the, really the, love
2: it. the little like filling in of the cracks in terms of the storylines and I mean, the
4: history of the
2: yeah, because they explain yeah. a lot. apparent like um, there's one. I can't remember which book series it is in uh, Skyrim, but it explains like the whole backstory of the war and um, who is actually responsible for the war and why. Like someone was brainwashed by someone else. I can't really remember the t- like the factions responsible, but there's like the the civil war is all boiled down to like one event that happened that you can read about in a book, and that can affect the decisions you make, the right or wrong decisions yeah, you right. make in game. So it's, it's all there if you want to read it. It's interesting, like you're going to invest um, the time.
4: When that game, like, I mean, I think Skyrim will sort of always be popular. But like, I, I knew someone who was into it, and we talked about it, and like, I didn't have a really good reason for joining one faction. Like, it was Imperials versus the Nords, right? Or, yeah, or the, yeah. The and the Thalmor, I think. Freedom fighters. And and, yeah, there are some other peoples, but 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 like, I didn't have a really good sort of moral reason to join one faction or another and like this friend of mine was just really like obsessed with all the history and like all the um all the reasons why like this war was happening and stuff and had a really really profound reason
1: mm. from
4: her point of view of why she wanted to side with the nords and <laughs> it was just like it completely did like i chose the Imperials because I thought it was funny because if you're an assassin <laughs> and you finish the assassin quest yeah. you kill like yeah, one of the right. top leaders of the Imperials and I just <laughs> wanted to see I, it, I wanted you want to you them the, up but also I always prioritise the Assassin's Guild <laughs> above everything else it's, yeah absolutely that and the Thieves Guild Thieves Guild yeah. yeah
0: we just learnt there that Julian likes to work wa- he has, he has murderous intent well, well yeah, yeah but only <laughs> when
2: it's ironic and hilarious that's why he drives he his is. own boney he drives his own
1: a <laughs> uh, yeah know, good gravy uh,
3: I always love the those side quests that like out of the blue they have like completely unwarranted um like cosmic implications like there's that one in Red Dead 2 for example like the uh, the rock uh, the rock carving one where you meet this guy out in the woods and he's just like yeah I've been like collecting all this data on like all these like these weird rock carvings and stuff I'm like oh yeah cool probably like I don't know natives or some shit yeah and then like you show up you like find enough and you show up back to that same house and there's this random woman there with a baby that has the, uh, the exact distinct birthmark on on the um, on oh. their face that the guy did. And you check all these notes and it's like all these time travel implications and like you and shit. And it's like, what <laughs> Whoa. the fuck?
4: Like, That's out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah.
3: That's and awesome. Is that like a back to the future thing or? I don't know. It's pretty much implied that it's like
2: time travel and like space and all that shit. <laughs> <And> it's just <laughs> hey, pretty Hey, you finished Red Dead yeah. 2, right? Yeah. So is it... Um, I know in GTA 5 there's like lots of like secret easter eggs and weird like bosses and like UFO sightings and stuff UFOs and like Red Dead and sewer monsters and that kind of stuff Is that that kind of stuff in Red Dead as well there's a vampire
3: in Red Dead you can go in the streets and there's like all these different uh, messages all over like in uh, San Denis
4: I find it really interesting that it's such a in Red Dead it's such a like the main storyline takes itself very seriously
3: it's fucking Mm. long as well and it's very long. It's, it's but then, really,
4: like, all this yeah. other side stuff has all these, like, supernatural implications. Yeah. And, like, the DLC for the first one was. Undead was yeah. awesome. Oh,
2: yeah, right?
4: Of yeah. course.
1: Yeah. No, they've, like, always, what,
2: they've always had that. Yeah. Red Undead. What are you, trying, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. I love,
3: um, uh, like in Fallout as well, for example. And, um, I can't remember if it's Oblivion or whatever, but, like, uh,. Like, there was that one that got me where it's like it's in point lookout and you're like there's like this debate over this like really old book, um, this like in this family's history and stuff, and it's like whether to go into this building and destroy it and stuff like that, or like side with this person. You gotta go all the way all the way back to the mainland area of um Fallout Free. It's like the Dumb Witch building. And I was like, Oh shit like you oh, know, like right. Lovecraft and everything. Yeah and you go in there, there's all these references to like that little short story yeah it's like all the like 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 some like iconography that kind of resembles all that stuff that kind of that stuff gets me as well like same with like Pikmin's model in fallout 4 it's all like the paintings and blood and yeah right like kind of like where where um you're playing in the like the game and they bring in elements from like some other type of like pop culture or like someone else's universal world and they intersperse it in like the universe of the game you're playing in that kind of stuff yeah yeah
0: no that's cool what about you, Adam? I'm more of a linear game guy. Yeah, <laughs> no, no great side. You don't nah, explore stuff, out the, stuff, nah. the fringes of the world. Mm.
2: Right? But, like you say that.
1: but... I,
0: I like I like going through the main story of stuff. Yeah. And if anything like gets in the way of me trying to like uh. <laughs> learn something with this story, yeah. I'm like, fuck! I just don't want to know anything. I mean, for real, what,
4: like it took me. So many years to get through Skyrim because I'd always get distracted. Like, the main storyline yeah. was never a priority in that game. What and about then like one, one day? I was like, I'm gonna do a playthrough where all I do is just the main story until I finish it, yeah, and then I'll go back. And I still got distracted by a lot of side quests, <laughs> but I, I finally finished it like 20 years after it was released or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I finally got Almost to the end. Too. What oh, about, I've um, killed
0: Barthenax finally,
4: yeah, yeah. like, The God. last <laughs> the last <laughs> one game I played I was probably
0: shit. like Final Fantasy 15 and. I went through the entire, like, um, main story, but then I realized, wait, in the first area, you can mod your cards to the point where it starts flying. <laughs> I'm like, what? 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 I missed it. I missed out on this. What about, um,
3: uh, say, like, you know, li- linear games, but they're kind of, like, almost, like, serialized in that way? Like, like, for example, like, oh, that's, like, I always, I kind of mix up serialization and the other one, whatever it is. But, like... Say like, it's, like, um, the missions are, like, you could kind of, like, take the missions as, like, singular pieces of content. Right. Like, um, yeah. And like, I think, separate like, them from BioWare the story. does this a lot with, yeah.
4: like, the Mass Effect series and stuff yeah. where, like, you get to a planet and then you just do all the stuff on that planet. Exactly. And it's like, a and little, you little you story. It's so right. kind, of like,
0: so kind of like Spider-Man. Cause yeah, that so. was the last game I played after... Final Fantasy. I was thinking because um, all the all the side missions kind of made a bit of sense
2: towards mm, the other. I'll charge
3: the DLC as well when that came out. I still never finished the DLC. Oh, it's good stuff, but um, I feel yeah, it's like was a wasted
2: that- effort though if it's not connected to the main story in some way. Surely, yeah. this is like totally unrelated content.
3: Oh, like like it is like it's still like for example I think I think of Bioshock with that one. Like you go to like all these like or like the old fashioned um say like, the older games, like, say, like, I don't know, Doom, for example, or Half-Life, you take, like, like, it all flows towards the main story, and, like, you're, like, towards your main goal, but they're, like, they're all these individual little, like, segments and, like, areas that you're never gonna, that don't really repeat themselves, like, one-off bits. Like, yeah. say, like, Bioshock, for example, like, going from, like, the, like, the hospital area, like, into Neptune's Bounty, and, like, the, like, ship packing and all that stuff, and then, like, Arca- like a- Arcadia then you got Fort Frolic which is like this huge like individual kind of like thing where like rather than like
2: to categorize you're still stories. trying to get
3: from like point A to point B and continue through and like get to like Andrew Ryan for example but then like there's also all that other stuff like interacting with Sandra Cohen and like the whole like like helping him with his objective and what he wants to do and all that stuff and they've all got their own individual like aesthetic like the whole like the garden for example in Arcadia and then all like the complete like overblown ostentatious like art deco like right. completely at its peak it's just like you know like it's all like it's an individual mission and like continues on with the main story mm. but it's all like it could e- easily be taken as its own yeah, individual right. segment mm. like you yeah. can play that mm. like an afternoon and like experience it as a singular
4: which, kind of thing you
0: know that builds up to the ever the wider lore. yeah, yeah exactly. and, and it
4: matches a the theme yeah. of whatever else the game is trying to communicate as well so it's not like its own it, it, it's separate, but it, it fits in with the story. Very episodic. I yeah, think exactly. that is actually the right yeah, word yeah. for it. Mm. Um, so, like, for you guys, what do you think it it requires? Some sort of mechanical advantage to finish. Like, if you if you get a reward at the end of a side quest, it's yeah. does it have to matter? Like, does it have to be something you can use? Mm. Or because, um, mm. in, um, so, like, the story is its own reward. Yeah, post, like as opposed to that, or because I don't know. For me,
3: it's more the experience of it. Yeah, but like after a set amount of time, like after like like you reach a certain level, and it's just like then you stuck in the really good shit, like The yeah. Witcher Three, for example. Okay. Like you've been going through all those quests throughout the game. Some of them you get like fuck all rewards. Some you yeah. get none. Some of it you get like you kind of like um, you get like a sword or whatever, and it's all like kind of like leading towards that goal. Yeah, where like by the end, it's like you finally get to like that quest, and it's like you get the absolute perfect. Um, and everything.
4: I'm thinking of Fallen Order, the the latest Star Wars game. Uh, it's yeah. really good, but like there are a lot of like little side areas and like little optional things you can complete and at the end of almost all of them is a cosmetic upgrade for your lightsaber or like your costume or whatever. Like it benef- there's no actual benefit mechanically hmm. to doing any of this stuff except for like it's quite fun to do all the platforming stuff or to kill. Well, it is achievement Is that hunting, not
2: what video gaming is, though?
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: what? in general, like if you take a step back and look at it... Well... Yeah. It's, what it's like, all of it is kind of...
4: It's all cosmetic. In yeah. The end. But, but like...
2: No, I get what you're saying. No, yeah. I, there is a difference yeah. in-game, for sure.
4: But it's, it's interesting that they've made that choice because... Um, you know, a lot of other games would have been like, Oh, this one does more damage if you if you mm. use this particular handle on your lightsaber or like even like the old republic, like Knights of the Old Republic would be like that. Like you get a special crystal for your lightsaber that gives you better criticals or something like that. Whereas this game everything's cosmetic. It's all just for the looks of it. Mm. And and the lightsaber in, in in the guy's hand is small, like you don't really spend a lot of time looking at it.
0: Isn't it like a double
4: yeah, double you get a double on one. Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't it's, think so. Yeah, you
4: can get a double one. Well, mate, like, but if if you can, then it's probably a main story mission that you would have to do anyway, okay. right? Like, I saw my friend, I literally, like, I played about
3: two, pre hours of it with my friend. Yeah. I literally saw him get the double lightsaber that you can break off into, like, okay. two. I actually can't remember where it was or how he got it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but is it, like, is it 2 handles? or is it still, like, staff
3: one? Yeah, the staff one that you can break into two. Oh. Okay. So,
0: and that's cool. And, yeah. and,
4: and, and like... Um, but again, I would imagine either it's part of the main story and you you would be it'd be on the critical path towards the end yeah. of the game, or ultimately it's still cosmetic. Like he wouldn't change how he uses that as as a lightsaber, like in terms of the combat mechanics of the game. Uh, I
3: think it did. Really? I feel like I think it must have been like yeah, they must have put that like on the main um, yeah. okay. story. There you go. Like you know, because like. Such a cool, like you know, like people. There'd be people who'd be like fucking excited about that. Yeah, so, like, absolutely. Yeah. Now it does change up the way you fight. I reckon it probably was along the main quest. Yeah.
2: Did yeah. either? Did anyone here ever play Portal Two? Yeah. Uh, did you ever explore the Ratman storyline? I don't know that I did. So for those who are unaware, the Portal Two, your it's a very straightforward linear portal game. Yeah. Um, and you're stuck in this underground uh, salt mine, I think. And there's this other character aside from you, Glados and Wheatley, yeah. who you never really see. He's like a, a scavenger who you, you assume is another test subject who's just been right. living in like the air ducts and the behind the walls and been scavenging like computer parts and like cans of beans. And uh, I and, dimly recall it, but I don't think I went deep into yeah, what his story was. It's fascinating because like there are so many hidden areas that you can access right. in like every like every area every now and then. Um, You have to time it just right sometimes. You have to know what you're looking for, but there are, like, little nests and, like, living areas that you can explore. They have no benefit to the story at all, but it's, like, really fascinating to see. But I think
4: that's also, like, it's a good case for, like, environmental storytelling that isn't obvious. and and Like, attention to detail. Yeah, attention to detail and, like, building out that world so it's not just... You know, as you said, the three or four characters that that are yeah. most relevant to the main story. Like, this is a world oh. where other things have happened. Yeah, and with a world with history, and I love that. And that goes back to the Skyrim thing as well. Like, yeah. the Elder scores thing, where it's kind of better where it's unscripted, like where it's not actually like an
3: obviously set out thing by the developer, yeah. like for the player to actually like you know trigger the whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, like say there's that town in Fallout where, like it's all di- like the dialogue's all there there's no actual quest marker there's nothing there there's like you can like make the choice and like go for it all and everything but none of it's actually scripted out for you like right. in the same way there's none of that kind of hand holding of like what a quest would be it's yeah. almost like you stumble upon it yourself and it's like where they're all like you. Like if you're inquisitive enough and I don't tell, they don't tell you anything yeah. if you're inquisitive enough you can like literally just like get a key into like their shack or whatever find all the body parts and
2: go oh fuck they're all a bunch of cannibals and like yeah. shit like that what's that town that has a giant nuke in it and then Megatown. they, they Megatown? dropped Megatown? it yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah why did they build a town around a nuclear bomb cult fanatics yeah uh-huh. cult and then yeah. it blew up and killed them all nah, well, No, well I can if you can if you make it's it it's a choice that you yeah. make as a yeah. player That's yeah. kind of their fault
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: it seems to me yeah. if you're going to build a town around and yeah, you can
4: also bomb. repair it and make it never blow so. up. yeah oh yeah oh, I
2: get, yeah i um, oh, have a nuke oh. yeah okay
4: yeah so moving on my topic that I want to bring up uh, because I do this a lot and it, I think it's a uh, part of the millennial experience is that...
0: The millennial experience. The
4: millennial experience.
0: That's an w- interesting that's way of putting it.
4: My uh, my other podcast... No, it's not really. <laughs> but, um, so I Come tend 2021. to... Like if I'm doing something sort of... Um, I'll, I'll play a game that I can just chill with, right? Like, I, I'll play Minecraft or I can I maybe do some Sudokus or something like that. I'll do something on one screen which I don't need 100% of my attention on. Uh-huh. And then I'll turn on another screen with a TV show or something which is equally sort of not necessarily... Um, doesn't require all of my brain to think about. But um, uh, And I think like there's a good place for those types of like shows and YouTube channels and stuff like that, where you can put it on in the background, like flick your eyes over there and see what's going on every so often. And like, mm. it's, it's just, it fills in a, a bit of an empty space in, in the, in the immediate environment. Right. Yeah. So what I want to talk about is sometimes like, um, I've had a few experiences recently where I've done that and then the second screen for whatever reason, becomes compelling enough that i actually stop paying attention at all to my first screen and and like direct all my attention to the second screen and so the most recent example of this which may or may not be a little bit embarrassing to admit is um so like netflix i i i watch quite a lot of trash on netflix like (laughs) doing this but also sometimes unironically just i'll put on like um um what's it called um the apocalypse survival thing where... A hundred <laughs> or something? End of the fucking world. No, 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 no. Like they... they uh, uh, Preppers. Like, you oh. know... Oh, pop- Doomsday Preppers. Doomsday Preppers, yeah. preppers yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll put on a show like that. Like, That's great. It'll just be, I <laughs> yeah. love
2: losing myself in that little world. It's like, oh, that'd be fun <laughs> like, if the world was going to end one day. You'd have it's, your little real. And it's funny piles because of salt. They, they talk about specific
4: circumstances where they believe that the world's going to end because of this reason. And, and like um, <laughs> the producers of the show sort of assess whether or not that's possible. And
2: they're like,
1: mm-hmm. no. And if it's that's, any other way, yeah, the world the ends way. any
2: other way, they're kind of screwed. Yeah, well, yeah exactly.
4: <laughs> um, anyway, like, so I put on a bit of trash and so my Netflix re- recommendations is full of trash. It's full of trash. <laughs> and recently one came up, which Netflix actually produced themselves called the circle. I don't know if you guys yeah. have heard of it. I might have. So the setup for this is that um, it's eight contestants and it's basically Big Brother, but they're not allowed to see each other. They're all isolated in their own little rooms and they can only communicate to one another through a social media platform that is invented for the show. And, like, I put it on again because it seemed like a bit of dumb, fun, trashy shit that I could just have on and, like, occasionally pay attention to. But
2: yeah. by the third or fourth episode, I was deep into it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, w- I watched a little bit about this, and it they say that it's it's reality, but it's scripted, no? Oh,
4: I, fr- I I don't... Dis- like, I, I'm honestly not surprised like it definitely feels very scripted
2: yeah just like the interactions <laughs> and, and like, like
4: okay the, the biggest giveaway is straight up is that like um the the they interact with the app yeah by only voice commands yeah but they're like bullshit. put in the like love heart emoji and then put in this and put three question marks at the end and say hi with eight eyes and it's like it's if just it some voice, guy in a dark it, it room typing in their yeah. commands and texting yeah. it to each, to each other. Yeah. Um, I, I would not be surprised that it's entirely scripted. Um, but it's still like, you know, it's, it was entertaining enough. Like, again, it dragged me away from my first screen activities mm. and, made, and
2: demanded my attention. What and,
4: were you
0: doing on the first screen?
4: Oh, Minecraft. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, um despite how enthralling Minecraft is, I definitely get distracted. Yeah. On my second screen, I typically have Spotify. Okay, so yeah. I can't get distracted. It's I don't just only like have just like just a my podcast. Songs. Or the JRE, Joe Rogan. Or oh, like, is okay. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. probably another podcast thing. When I'm studying, especially like if I'm modeling something, I need like a tutorial, I can just flick yeah. up another YouTube yeah, okay. tab. And it yeah, yeah. helps me out. But mostly just podcast stuff. Like just audio content yeah. I can listen to. But like most of the I'm time, studying. I have
0: stuff that I've listened to or seen before in the background, yeah. and I just you know that. that yeah, feels okay, really
4: so yeah, that's good. That's that's really like weird. an old
0: episode of The Simpsons or yeah. whatever. I've um, usually
3: got um, a second screen on uh, just as an accompaniment while I'm playing a game. Yep. Like either if I know I'm in a dead point where there's <laughs> no like, say I'm out in like a big RPG and I'm just going like through a quest line like getting a whole bunch of quest lines where I know there's not going to be any imp- important dialogue or like right. need for total um, yeah. atmospheric kind of like yeah. inclusion but do you ever
4: get dragged away from like do you ever have to um, pause the game to sometimes. have a
3: look well because usually like I'll like go on YouTube and I'll get stuff like I'll get a few things done or I think like the only time where it's ever kind of gone the opposite way where I put a game on to facilitate, like... Yeah, okay. Another screen was... Uh, there was a podcast series on the Looking Glass Studios developers. And they're all, like, an hour each or some shit. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to, like, just have it on, like, what... Like, just that. Yeah. So I went on, like, Red Dead Online. and was just playing a whole shit ton of that. I actually, yeah. like, ended up getting a whole lot done there. <laughs> just by having it... Just by wanting to play in the background while I listened to, like, yeah. that. Beer. Yeah, my I'm...
4: My brother's, like... <laughs> I actually don't know what is going on in his room, but, like, if you poke your head in there, he's got he's got his computer and he's got a TV screen. And then he's got, like, four tablets <laughs> <laughs> all, all at once. None of his like, eyes. He's, yeah, I don't know. I think he plays a lot of, like... M- mobile games? Mobile games that are just, like, you just got to wait for things to happen. And, like, it's all just right. animations on his screen. But it's so, like... I'm like... There's got to be some kind of you... overload there. Yeah. All that stuff happening. He's a little bit older than I am too. Yeah. Like he's what? like... Yeah, he's like six years older than I am. Next he's level just, of multitasking. He's just like... Yeah, he's just yeah. really into all these different things. And I don't I, know. I wonder I, if this is going really it.
2: to result in people being more yeah. multitask, like orientated. I think like, like people like, are just going to become more adapted, keeping eyes on multiple things at once. Things. So doesn't that make
0: people eventually harder to... Um, like, more scattered. Focus on the one Yeah, the more yeah. scattered.
2: Yeah, because yeah. you have a little bit of attention applied over many things rather yeah. than all of your attention. So like I, do you, I do you don't guys believe I'm very
4: good at multitasking my attention that, that much. This mm-hmm. is why I think I get distracted and, like, have to stop doing one or the other thing. Hell. Otherwise, like, I'll just lose my was That was, was going to lead into yeah. my
3: question for you guys. Do you think you... Well, I'll leave it to Adam and Nick now. Do you guys think you could still... You're still capable of devoting yourself to, like consuming one bit of media or like one activity at a time i do that a lot i can multitask but like
0: i I normally focus on the one thing yeah unless like for instance i'm I'm playing pokemon and i'm just you know grinding my way through levels and okay for it's not important enough for me to be immersed it's
4: just whatever's in the background is going to take
0: it's mm. going to be playing second fiddle.
4: Like, I think this is why a cinema s- will still have value yeah, for a long time after sure. like home cinemas become really you know commonplace. Is that like
1: you have, have to focus those, on? That. I think like yeah. the
4: nature of the cinema experience is that you really just have to focus on the screen in front of you. I and I get ridiculously distracted by people talking around me yeah. in cinema uh, to the point where I have to say something. Right? Like you must go to a really bad cinema. I, I I guess I do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I go to sessions that that I think are less popular. So like people think there are less people in there so they can talk. Uh. Um, Yeah. But like, yeah, if if anyone's making any sort of noise or disrupting my, you know, experience of being sort of glued to the screen,
2: then like I have to turn around and go, hey, knock
4: it off. I'm trying to watch. There should be a
2: punishment for that. If anyone has their phone in the cinema. Absolutely. Quick side note,
3: what does everyone think about like the audiences applauding at the end of a movie? I've only been, experienced I, it once. I've, I've
0: experienced it a few times. I got a few,
3: like yeah, like a few more, like non-Hollywood kind of like right things. Like oh, like at the Astro, like like one yeah. of those artsy kind of places. Every single time they always do it.
2: Oh, that's yeah, yeah. I've seen it twice. I would say. I got
3: a friend who got who gets really really offended by it. <laughs> he gets <laughs> Why? really worked up by it. Is it Duke? No, it's not Duke. Why? Duke would like it? Surely Duke. I don't think he cares for it. Well, uh, no. Like I uh, remember one time we saw we saw Once Upon a Time in hollywood Hollywood. Hmm. and like the the whole audience like applauded and shit at the end and like clapping and like all that stuff and he's like the director's
4: not even fucking here what the fuck (laughs) that's really funny i i clap during the movie sometimes like if i find something really like oh that's fucking great yeah the
3: only time i ever ever properly clapped um preceding a movie is or after a movie is when um Literally one time when the actors of one of them showed up, it was like, yeah, right. Alien, like Alien a, Covenant. was like the first guy to get there's killed. There's a Q and A or something yeah. afterwards. Yeah, and he showed up for that. And I'm like, cool, that's it.
4: I, I, don't, I, I don't get offended by it. I think yeah. it's that's oh. fine if you want to do it. fine. you don't have <laughs> to, really, you're stick around really worked up. Maybe they're applauding the projectionist because they didn't fuck up. <laughs> that's, that's always that's always my
3: worry whenever I'm watching a movie. If I see like the slightest hint of a, of a
4: mechanical error, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh wow, anyway. such a good movie. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah! Uh, Finally seeing this in an 80 millimeter print. Yeah. Fucking projectionist. <laughs>
2: I saw Justice League in America, in New York, okay. and when Superman showed up for the first time, uh, everyone started clapping and cheering, and then, like <laughs> mid, like mid film, and then at the end, everyone stood up and clapped. Like stood up like it was Stereo- a performance. Post- yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Of all film. That's pretty weird. Would have been like the first week as well.
2: Yeah, it was like opening. Yeah, would have to be. Opening week. Yeah. I don't understand. What it was the, very wait, patriotic. What, was what cinema was it? Yeah, I guess. I think they have to play the, the national anthem at the end of the cinema. At oh the end of the God. movie. What? Yeah, that's what it was. They played the US national anthem at after the movie, during the credits. That that and normal? then people stood up for that. Did I
1: think it's
0: the normal thing. No, I'm not American.
2: American. Did anyone get offended? Do anyone go like no, uh, I don't think you can, so. You should have kneeled. That
3: would be really cool. <laughs> take a <laughs> knee.
2: <laughs> you should have like d- laid back t- even
3: further in your seat <laughs> and got no, like don't, the most burly. Do you want to get
2: shanked in a cinema? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Why not? That's the worst I mean, place to die. That's always a possibility in America. <laughs> it's almost as bad as getting yeah. hit by a tram. No. Other than that, <laughs> no, I don't either. think I've ever experienced someone clapping in a cinema. Maybe um, at like I after a really times. good movie. Definitely
4: like at the Astor or the Novo if it's something like that. I was it, surprised uh, it didn't yeah. happen at the Lido when I went to the, um,
3: on Friday when I went to the, yeah, when I went to the debut of the, or well, Victorian premiere of, of the Lighthouse. Yeah. I, I think, was really, uh, I was surprised. I was waiting for it. Everyone just got up and left.
0: Everyone clapped at the end of, uh, Endgame when I watched that IMAX. Yeah. Yeah. Uh.
4: Yeah. I mean like I don't th- I just don't think it's that unusual to and I think it's part of the vibe especially like with a packed out theater a big movie and like like it'd, it'd be like not laughing at jokes which mm. sometimes I'm in a cinema and that's I'm only bit, That's involuntary though more often than not. Yeah, but I think I don't Whereas,
3: know you have a lot more you have complete autonomy over yeah. whether you want to clap your hands together I mean like I, maybe I feel a... like I don't
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe I feel like my hands just go together when I like that big so Citizen like...
3: Kane when like his wife's just fucking shit and he's just like
4: yeah <laughs> um, but, but you do have a point like I don't, yeah. I don't disagree but at the same time, like... This was
3: meant to be a quick side note. we ended up just... <laughs> yeah,
4: <I> know, like... <laughs> This can go
3: in for our, like, yeah, our Adam's it's... initial topic. Because I feel like people are doing it way more than when I was first exposed to it.
4: But I feel like it's relevant to, like, the level of attention that you pay to a thing. And, like, mm. the, the level... I don't know. I guess it's... a it's As a sign of respect, I don't, I don't see anything offensive yeah. about it. I just... It, it's true that, like, nobody... Who you are applauding is present mm. to witness you applauding. That will, that will make... Yeah, that's, the, that's usually... But it's, but it's also... It's, um, it's a performative thing for the other people in the cinema to show that you enjoyed it as much mm. as they did. I think <laughs> that's, that's fine. Like, I don't see anything wrong with
2: it. We're just going to non-clap
0: clap in this podcast to see what they think. <laughs> what? Like a non-clap. Like, why do you not clap the end of movies? Tell us yeah.
2: why. Yeah. <laughs> or what would, hap- what would have to happen for you to clap yeah. Or it's deserving of a clap from you? Or is there nothing? No. Anyway. Questions. Time. That's a question for a later date. Yeah. yeah. You know, moving on to uh, the next topic, if you guys are all settled. Yeah. I was yep. going to talk about... Uh, Who was going to. <laughs> after the... Uh, uh, oh, at the time of this recording, it's the 27th of January 2020. <laughs> it sounds so uh, horrible when you say that. Middle of the... Uh, um, the coronavirus is kind of sweeping the world and the news at the moment. Yeah. So I thought it was kind of apt to talk about um, pathogens and viruses in pop culture. The so, way, and. So,
0: the way you said it was like. It is the twenty seventh of January, twenty twenty. Yeah, the, the coronavirus has taken over the yeah. world. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the last the surviving only, outbursts. Only,
3: yeah, only one corporation has come in to save the human race. Please help Skynet. us,
0: Skynet. <laughs> we're just a bunch of four guys talking our nerdy stuff from the wilderness. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> 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 <from laughs> oh, this
3: podcast reaches the hours. We're going to keep this podcast in circulation until we pick up a signal. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: In the meantime, we're just going to go on a tangent and talk about <laughs> applauding in cinemas. But until then...
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> this broadcast repeats.
3: <laughs> this broadcast will repeat at approximately 1,200 hours.
0: If Julian you has already there, died
4: of dysentery. Leave yeah. us a review on Apple or
2: iTunes.
0: <laughs>
4: well, anyway. What other
2: like, service you us. can find us on?
0: Uh, anyway, back... To, yes. be, to be serious about this. So,
4: um be
2: Yeah, it's nothing new. We've seen them... Uh, <laughs> Time and time again, yeah, uh, in actual history and video games and movies, TV shows, that kind of thing. Um, so, my question to you guys is: What is your favorite telling or story surrounding a pathogen? Um, and what is your favorite medium to kind of consume that kind of mm, idea and concept? So, like video many games.
0: Games that revolve around people getting sick or like running away from of virus and stuff. I don't
2: know. Did you ever play um, the <laughs> ge- that game uh, what was it now? Contagion. Mm, we were talking about no. it earlier. It's not Contagion. No. The one, no, uh, it's, no the it's the one oh, you can, you we can name. It. Or? Pandemic. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And you can name it and yeah. you have to
0: is it like you make your own virus? Yeah,
2: yeah. To, yeah I so that. you have to you, contaminate Madagascar first. You get
4: gene first. points or something and you can mutate your virus yeah. in different ways to try and make mm. it spread and then
2: make it kill people. Yeah.
4: <laughs> no, that was a fun game. You've I used to that play ever? that a
2: lot in high school. There's a lot of
4: memes about it coming out right now because of the coronavirus,
2: which is quite funny. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> we used to play that a lot and just <laughs> name the virus after our teachers. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but that was fun. I never heard about that. Um, I like the ones... Um,
3: because it's such a, obviously, it's such a global, like, mass kind of, like, concept. I like when they bring it down to earth and, like, explore the human elements or, like, moral kind of implications behind what that would do in society. Like, The Last of Us is, like, a perfect example. Mm. Like, so that was based end. on a
2: real life thing, it's right? It's based on, yeah,
3: yeah. like, uh, fungi. Yeah, like tax ants. Yeah. or something. Yeah. I can't remember what it's
4: called. I, I, think Google I read. Of um, I, read that, infection? Or,
3: yeah. I read that Neil Druckmann apparently he read a few books on uh, bloody society collapse um, oh, yeah. as a result of viruses, like sewer, um, like say like drainage systems in like cities and like flood mass floodings and stuff because like you know all that day to day all the day to day kind of stuff. I mean that's the fictional one, but anyway,
4: no, that's the real. That's, one. The, that's real the, real one. Name because, the real. I thought that was the fictional like. No,
2: no, no. No, they, it's name, it's they named okay. it after the real one. That's yeah. cool. Can you I click like that, that link? Back. Ads? The, the, the really not the video. How it's based on fandom. actual. Yeah. No, but there's... Um, the, have you seen pictures of that attacking ants and stuff? Yeah, it's yeah. creepy. It's it starts growing out from their brains yeah. and then like they turn into little yeah. zombies. Um, into little zombies. So you prefer uh, watching it rather than playing it? I those think, kinds of um, worlds?
0: I like to kill the infected. The what? Yeah. Like anything that gets infected.
2: <laughs>
4: oh, like cod yes. zombies. Yeah, with his antibacterial spray <laughs> <That's> <laughs> in <true>. the shower. <laughs> Just kill the infected. No. Kill them dead. Um, his <laughs> syringe. I think like, um, you know, a, a lot of the times in any genre, like any 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 media of, of pop culture, there's always like this big drama about like, usually like it's an infection that will, Cause Mm. behavioral change in in the individual who's infected, and then so they have to. It it becomes a zombie movie of some sort, typically. um, And so, like, there are a few movies. Like um, one is called Contagion. I think it's by Steven Soderbergh, which Mm. is a a really quite good, and it's a lot like Outbreak from the '90s, which had Dustin Hoffman in it. Um, Just really exploring like how. Individuals and societies are affected by these big changes in in like um you know, if if a uh, if sixty percent of the population of the world just suddenly
2: gets wiped out, like what's gonna happen, you know. Yeah, what happens to all the infrastructure that yeah. is invested in
4: and how people are people trying to fight it and like mm. how do you rebuild from that after the the worst of it's over and all that stuff, like um I find those stories more compelling, I think, than Government bunkers. As them much as I that. love twenty eight days later and things like that, like oh, yeah. um you know, uh, it it just stretches the sort of um, you know realms of reality to have something that just causes everyone to become hyper aggressive and stuff. Right. As much as that, like that might be a thing that could happen, but like um, you know, I just prefer a story that that was just straightforward and so and sort of examined it from a yeah a more realistic point of view.
2: See, I find the I find the world building of like the post devastation yeah. like the wipeout more interesting than the, yeah, the, the current virus yeah like, sure um, yeah. say like 28 days later about him like scavenging and like running around yeah or yeah. yeah. the last of us like like running around the desolate city rather than the walking dead where they're just escaping zombies every time right but okay uh, and a follow up to that question uh-huh. what is your favorite bottled beer Bottle, bottled what? beer? Bottled yeah. beer. So How is that a follow-up in any way? It's a play off the Have corona. Have you seen
3: all those memes coming out? All those... <laughs> yeah. It's like when you're preparing for the coronavirus and it's a guy <laughs> cutting the limb in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Lyme <laughs> disease. It
2: goes with the coronavirus. Geez. Keep away the scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> what,
3: um, what about... uh? It's kind of like, well, because I've been playing Resident Evil 2, sure. that virus gets... Ca- like. What do you guys think about those ones where it's, like, they tie in, uh, like, corporate kind of, like, espionage or, like, yeah. corporate, like, conspiracy stuff into well, it? Like, it's all you know, caused by umbrella and stuff like that and all that. It's like.
4: always interesting to have, like, when there when there is, like, a zombie outbreak style of fiction, mm-hmm. it's always interesting for that to be the background story the to something else. evil corporate
3: conglomerate. So,
4: yeah. so, you've got, like, the other good example of that is... Um, um, Simon Pegg oh what Shaun of the Dead Shaun of the Dead what, what so company's buying that one again no 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 it's not corporate but it's oh a, it's
3: corporate t- it's like media ties at the end
4: no 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 no. so my well. my point is that like the thing about that movie is that it's not hyper focused yeah. on the zombies yeah. it's really about his relationship like so they called it a zomcom as in yeah, romantic exactly. comedy yeah. but like zombies so like the focus
3: of that does that play at the start when he's like basically a zombie like waking up and yeah shit. exactly yeah, yeah.
4: so um like you know i think as a genre i think it's it's at its strongest when like the zombies aren't, aren't a big deal do you know what i mean like all the virus mm. or, like or a yeah, background, background thing yeah it's it's it, it provides a background within which some yeah. other thing like it might be an inciting incident that causes you to make a different decision like the characters to make different decisions as they would if there wasn't that sort of virus infection or something because everything's heightened because there's mm. a danger involved. Uh.
3: That's like, that's all great. That's all great media though. Like, yeah. rather than like the actual, like, the story being re- resolved around the concept, it's like the concept is just a backdrop yeah. f- so like for the themes explored in the story. It's like, say like, the we'll, we'll come back to The Last of Us, for example. Right. Like, there's the whole cordyceps infection and all that cool shit and like the collapse of modern society. But then it's also implicitly how violence yeah. shapes a like growing relationship between like a grieving yeah like father and potential daughter figure
2: yeah yeah
1: yeah
3: and mm-hmm. a cow, so like, small stories yeah exactly you guys
0: uh, remember that movie with Will Smith I Am Legend
3: yeah, yeah. that's right. um yeah and like the the original movie and the book and all that yeah, stuff yeah that started from well, that like, a book. Richard Dioff yeah. for Cancer
1: yeah
0: huh yeah Yeah he tried to cure Count And instead yep. he ended up Making a zombie virus And
2: it's like Been adapted uh, It's more was, of a vampire
1: virus Yeah actually. It's been oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah okay.
2: I'd like to have seen The alternate ending In the real movie I just, Yeah Yeah Where they I mean, like uh, They escape and They, they go... talk And then yeah. it turns out That they, they view him As the evil He goes
4: around Indiscriminately killing so that, and uh, abducting Isn't that him. how the book Is written Yeah, like, yeah The book is actually written From the perspective Of the Zombie thing I think so Monsters
2: and then yeah. they view him as the legend. Oh no, I can't remember with something what, like that. the legend? It's
3: he's the legend because they've superseded his species, the human race. Oh, they've yeah. evolved past They're like their the next su- level, their of human race. evolution. Yeah. and he's the yeah the irrelevant one. He's like yeah, right. won't I like, Watch
0: that ending again, because it was weird when it's on before. YouTube. He's he's can, yeah, jumps he jumps right it. in
3: there and blurs him up, and it's like a ridiculous like Hollywood ending and shit. Yeah, but it's Will Smith movie.
0: True. What was Smith movie did, actually? Dylan
3: was
2: what, excited what, about the, uh, the Mega <laughs> Man, I think it was. Yeah, that's and what it's Isn't for.
3: that didn't that tank hard? Yeah. So, yeah. No,
2: it's it was it's like uh, it's it's not. Lee, so, yeah. that's who it was. It was um, uh, what's the the symbol for the astro- astrology symbol for twins? Gemini? Gemini. Gemini Man.
4: Ah that's what it was. Gemini Which one's Mega the Man? The no, Omega man. Just, that's some other movie. That is
3: something else, yeah. That is a movie. Yeah. Oh, that's the original friggin'! I mean, that might be the the. Uh, I think you're that's right. That's the original I Am Legend, actually. I Am Legend, yeah. With uh, uh what's his name? I think the book Woody was Harrelson. Called I Am no, Legend,
4: but the me. movie, the first movie, movie they made was mm. yeah, back
3: John in like 60s or 50s. Called, yeah. I, I had that controversial scene where he like makes out like this black vampire or whatever. Or oh, and black Heston chick.
2: was also in Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Which the remake was about a virus, yep, that killed oh, humans yeah, and made apes. So it all full circle. What um. Circle. There you go. The circle <laughs> we'll ties it all, all back down.
3: together. <laughs> what do you think? Um, I don't know about you guys. I always kind of like because I absolutely love the Victorian era and stuff like that. On. I feel like there's not enough media on like, like the bubonic plague and stuff like that. Yeah, the right. Rat plague and what? As in nowadays? Well, they just came out with like Plague Tale, Innocence or whatever it is. That game. They're like, whatever it is. But like, I can't think of like any movie I've ever seen where it's like. Yeah. A main backdrop to that. It's like, really because that's like that was pretty like that was pretty catastrophic, wasn't yeah. it? Like the body count, on that was pretty it, fucked. Yeah,
4: it wiped out a lot. Are you talking yeah, about so real life? The yeah, the yeah. bloody <laughs> plague. Oh, <laughs> the oh, bubonic plague. Yeah, yes, no, I thought you were talking about the a video plague. game. The black
2: plague. Yeah, I know. I mean, like plague. Plague. Well,
0: is it, big... is it because it's a sensitive thing, <laughs> like sensitivity thing? I think everyone's dead. It was well over a hundred
3: years ago. So, can you Google? Can you Google?
1: Perma- like, permafrost virus
4: so i don't think they mention it directly but i believe dishonored with the rat infections yeah, and stuff yeah, is definitely a reference to that
3: definitely
2: oh yeah that was that was yeah. gross but there's it's, like
3: like because like there's that iconic imagery of like plague doctors with like the big yeah, masks yeah. but you've never actually
2: i can't think of any media where it's like actually set in the backdrop of the black what plague it's really kind of tarnished the uh the reputation of rats hasn't it the black pig. Like, I don't think their reputation needed much tarnishing in the first place. <laughs> well hey, I have you to good not, rats, okay? <laughs> oh, ratatouille. That's a cutie. <laughs> Master Anyone Splinter,
0: cool. Ratatouille.
2: No, kitchen. this is what I'm more afraid of is the permafrost and how global warming is slowly melting it. because 'cause they've found Oh, um, I heard about that. They're like ancient corpses of dead animals that have died from viruses from like thousands of years ago have been thawing out and infecting like oh, towns because of they're like being rev- like these viruses are being revived after being thawed and Let's introduced back a into populated for a movie areas. Or a video game let yeah. uh, TM,
4: TM, TM, TM. this is our idea now.
2: <laughs> yeah. See look this reindeer was infected with with anthrax anthrax died um, and its frozen carcass was thawed out and uh, killed a bunch you of people.
4: Yeah, first 2, reindeer grazing nearby
2: became infected. But, like, uh. so much of this permafrost in, like, the Northern Hemisphere mm-hmm. is, is thawing out, like, mm-hmm. annually. And this could happen at any moment.
0: Yeah, right. This okay. podcast got very morbid. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> We're all Sorry, die. we can still make I mean, it I think was podcast. always going to, considering <laughs> the next a, topic. It's actually
4: interesting because, like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I think of zombie stories sort of I don't know why I think this, <laughs> um, of of like it being originating from the tropics or like from at the least temperate climates. Like the idea of like the danger of being hidden in the ice is,
0: is a when you said Think yes. of like a zombie wearing like a tropical yeah. shirt. So, <laughs> or sure, I mean Dead
4: Island was a thing. <laughs> well, because, <laughs> because, well the
3: zombie came from like that whole like voodoo culture and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, still that's it's, it's still. Prevalent today yeah and then george romero took like that basic kind of concept and like like did like the whole social commentary aspects of it like consumerism and racism and all that stuff so
4: yeah so maybe like somehow like that's that's all been filtered through my sort of pop culture lens and and like yeah i've just got this idea of zombies being not not really good in the cold <laughs> yeah,
3: right. They well, just because they've got no blood flow, they the just seasonal freeze thing. stuff as well. And like they they explore that like, Walking Dead a bit actually. Like when it gets to winter and it starts snowing, mean, like there's like zombies frozen in the ice and stuff, and like yeah, they like right. way harder to get around, and, like falling all over the fucking. As soon place, as it's so. autumn, man, yeah, start yeah. throwing I mean, out. Yeah, start
2: right. watch out. yeah, interesting. Watch your back. Yeah, they'll be after you. God damn it. Man. Which is anyway.
4: a, which is a contrast to like normal, like if you are a hunter gatherer like um, society you would be collecting all your like resources during summer yeah. and spring mm. so you could tuck away for the winter and not have to worry but like if the most dangerous time of year is the summer and spring then you need to yeah gather your resources in winter and autumn what well, do they explore that in the show uh- I don't know about the show. I dropped enough? off in like, <laughs> yeah. I dropped off. Oh, Has anyone watched that? I no reckon you probably haven't
3: because yeah. it's walking dead on the show. But <laughs> okay. in the um comic yeah, they explore that they explore um that era a little bit. Oh okay. But um Interesting. I don't know. Mm. It's been a
2: while since I've read it. So Anyway, to tie this off. Tie this off. Adam, what's your favourite beer? What's my favourite beer? Yeah. Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's your favorite bottle beer? What's my favorite? Hold the virus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like my, my favorite yeah. beer, beer. Carlton like dropped like Asahi. No, oh, I was gonna say Asahi. Damn it! Acai oh, well, was...
4: good. I like. Um, I drink a lot of Furfi at the moment. If I yeah, a I only nice. drink beer but in bottles. It doesn't beer. like. It's, like it's only stuff. recently
2: come out in bottles. I think. True. Really? Yeah, it's usually canned Can, can tastes better because it's not yeah, fair. I've, been, I've been drinking
0: a lot of Jamaican ginger beer.
2: Ooh, is it? It's alcoholic. Nice. Yeah, uh, alcoholic ginger beer is the best. <laughs> better than anything else on the market. Tim. Uh not much of a beer
3: person. Gun to oh, your head, f- you have to Name sh- you have to a <laughs> yeah, name, be name of beer. Coronavirus? No I'm kidding. No. Uh
2: it's Australia Day. Yeah. And you could do oh, it yes. in a shoey. <laughs> Can it be your shoe? Yeah if you want. Cool. It's weird, but uh sure. shit, I don't know. Furfies <laughs> would be up there. Oh my house. god, two aside Two furfeys. I'm trying to think yeah. of like other beers off the top of my creativity like, and all that stuff. Like draft <laughs> Draft Yeah Yeah fair enough no. Yeah Alright oh, The other one is More like well, I like 150 lashes as well 150 looks good Yeah oh, I haven't
4: had that Hey Big
0: company Sponsor this podcast Oh okay <laughs> Did we finally do that <laughs> Drunk True episode that this
4: podcast. We Aussie beers Except for Asahi I guess <laughs> No that's well
0: Let's wrap it up today Happy yep. Australia day by the way guys To people in Australia It's like two days late we just
4: quiet Shh. Shit yeah no it True. was today <laughs> yes no we're not working on a public holiday forget about it mm.
0: <laughs> happy Australia Day we'll catch you guys next time we're back for 2020 if you like us remember to go like subscribe listen to more of our stuff Drop on, Panda uh, Podcast
2: on Drop Facebook pa- season 4 Drop Panda Podcast Drop Panda Podcast forever
3: Rick and
0: Morty <laughs> where, where, were you? where are we on again Podbean Anchor Google Podcast. Yeah.
1: Anywhere any you can find your podcast. Yeah, 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 all the good podcasts. Except,
0: except YouTube. All yeah. your podcasts, Except YouTube. Catch you guys. Bye. Bye bye.